This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to Dissect, long-form musical analysis broken into short, digestible episodes. I'm your host, Cole Kushner. Today, we continue our serialized examination of To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. In our last episode, Kendrick awoke from the drunken confessions of the song You with a new, determined outlook on All Right. Through God and solidarity with his community, Kendrick went to battle on the vices and inner conflict that's led him to depression and suicidal thoughts. On verse 2 of All Right, we met a new character in the album's narrative. Her name is Lucy, short for Lucifer, the devil incarnate. Her introduction was word for word like Uncle Sam's on the album's opening track, Wesley Siri. And like Uncle Sam, Lucy attempted to lure Kendrick with a spending spree materialism and carelessness. On today's episode, We'll examine For Sale, an interlude focused entirely on the temptations of Lucy. My name is Lucy Kendrick. You introduce me, Kendrick. Usually I don't do this, but I see you and me, Kendrick. Lucy give you no worries. Lucy got million stories about these rappers that I came For Sale is the second interlude on the album, the sister song to the album's second track, For Free. Produced by Taz Arnold, For Sale features live instrumentation from Terrence Martin and Joseph Leinberg and vocals by SZA, Preston Harris, Bilal, and Arnold himself. The track is prefaced by the outro of the previous song, All Right, which reinstates the narrative poem with an additional three lines. I remember you was conflicted, misusing your influence. Sometimes I did the same, abusing my power full of resentment, resentment that turned into a deep depression. Found myself screaming in the hotel room, I didn't want to self-destruct. The evils of Lucy was all around me. So I went running for answers. The line, I didn't want to self-destruct, refers to All Right and the fight against Kendrick's self-destructive thoughts he displayed on you. The next two lines, the evils of Lucy were all around me, so I went running for answers, refers directly to what we'll experience next in For Sale. The track begins with a harmonically rich a cappella arrangement, that segues into a mysterious heavy breathing, beneath which a percussive loop unfolds with Dreamy Rhodes piano, synthesizer, and saxophone ad-libs.
Having just heard the line from the narrative poem, so I went running for answers, we can assume the heavy breathing is Kendrick running. But given the dreamy inflections of the musical material and the rhythmic heaviness of the breaths, we're inclined to think that Kendrick is dreaming. The airy hypnotic vocals that enter next back this hypothesis. Eerie vocals are the thoughts of his subconscious revealed to him as he dreams. It asks, what's wrong? I thought you was keeping a gangsta. I thought this is what you wanted. We can again return to the album's opening track, Wesley's Theory, in which a young Kendrick lusted after fame and rattled off all the adolescent hood fantasies he wished to fulfill after getting signed. Now that he's successful yet unhappy, his subconscious calls him out, reminding Kendrick that this was the life he asked for. The introduction continues with the line, they say if you scared, go to church. This is a well-known phrase in the hip-hop community, specifically on the West Coast. The first reference of the phrase is on, you guessed it, a Tupac song from the 1996 album All Eyes on Me. The phrase is rapped by the song's guest, Richie Rich, who speaks to a woman he's trying to hook up with. Don't cheat yourself, instead treat yourself. If you're scared, go to church. I know it hurts to find out me and your man be sharing skirts. I'm hoping you don't take this the wrong way. But your body is banging, got me attracted in a strong way. After a long day of trying to make my songs... The phrase also shows up on Snoop Dogg's freestyle conversation for the 1996 album The Dogfather and plays a prominent role in Ice Cube's 2006 track, Go to Church. The consensus meaning of the phrase is similar to that of, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. In the dog-eat-dog environment of the streets, there's little room or tolerance for fear. If you're scared, the street life probably isn't for you you're better off going to church. Apropos of for sale, the line, they say if you're scared, go to church, references the previous line, I thought you were keeping it gangsta, and mocks the vulnerability Kendrick displayed on you and all right. His subconscious is being vindictive, telling Kendrick he's not fit for his new life. Of course, because it's Kendrick's own subconscious, the line ultimately displays Kendrick's private insecurities regarding his place in the world outside of Compton. The introduction concludes with the line, but remember, he knows the Bible too. It seems not even church is a safe haven for Kendrick. The line is a direct reference to Lucy. Lucy knows the Bible because as I spoiled earlier, Lucy is short for Lucifer, otherwise known as the devil. In the Bible, Lucifer, whose name means bright star or morning star, was one of the most beautiful angels in heaven. He is one of the three highest ranking archangels, an anointed cherub whose role was the leader of worship. He eventually became prideful, dissatisfied with his position, and felt that he deserved to be worshipped. He wanted to be God. Lucifer was stripped of his beauty, position, and was cast out of heaven. He reappears in the Bible as Satan, and attempts to turn people against God. He does so in a very shrewd, smooth way, and makes disobeying God seem logical and attractive. In the Garden of Eden, he convinces Eve to eat the forbidden fruit by making attractive the godlike power of knowledge. Within the context of To Pimp a Butterfly, Lucy, short for Lucifer and code for the devil, 
represents the temptations of Kendrick's new life outside of Compton. In an interview with The Guardian, Kendrick said, quote, Lucy is all the things I was thinking of that I know can be detrimental to not only me, but the people around me, and still be tempted by them. That's some scary shit. It's like looking at a bullet inside of a gun, knowing you can kill yourself with it, but you're still picking it up and playing with it. When asked what kinds of things he was tempted by, Kendrick said, quote, Everything we glorified in the hood, smoking, drinking, women, violence, it was at my feet times ten. All of it's there. In the neighborhood, we wanted to have power, and with success comes power. That is temptation at its highest. The hook of For Sale begins to show Lucy's true colors, and the temptations Kendrick speaks of. Throughout the hook, Lucy baits Kendrick with a slew of glorified vices Kendrick noted in the quote we just read. She speaks of doja or weed, drinking and driving dirty. Remember, when Lucy introduced herself in verse 2 of All Right, she said, My name is Lucy, I'm your dog. She's pretending to be Kendrick's fun-loving homie using drugs and alcohol to appear cool. Of course, Lucy is a master manipulator. She's appealing to all the things Kendrick and his friends glorified when growing up in the streets, persuading him to submit to those temptations. For me, the motivations behind Lucy's scheme are revealed when she says the line, smoking, loking, poking the doja till I'm idle with you. The key word is idle, as drugs and alcohol are Lucy's way to keep Kendrick pacified, controlled, and mentally stunted. The hook is followed by a brief verse. Kendrick uses an adolescent, somewhat entranced vocal inflection, which signifies his subconscious infatuation with Lucy. He begins with the line, I remember you took me to the mall last week, baby. If you'll remember, when introducing herself in All Right, Lucy said, my name is Lucy, I'm your dog. Motherfucker, you can live at the mall. The mall is representative of the reckless materialism of bling culture and the right arm of capitalism. Kendrick continues with the line, you looked me in my eyes about four or five times till I was hypnotized, then you clarified that I want you. Overwhelmed with the shiny material goods in the mall, his adolescent intuition kicks in, and Kendrick becomes spellbound. He's unable to control himself in Lucy's presence, and begins to desire her. The verse continues with the line, You said Shireen ain't got nothing on Lucy. This is a callback to Kendrick's previous album, Good Kid, Mad City. If you'll remember from our analysis in episode 2, Shireen was the central figure around which the story revolved. Like Lucy, Kendrick adolescently desired Shireen. Entranced by youthful lust and against his better judgment, he drove across enemy lines to her house late in the evening and was jumped in front of her house. This eventually led to a retaliation attack in which Kendrick's friend Dave was shot and killed. Kendrick is likening Lucy to Shireen. 
Both appeal to Kendrick's adolescent desires. They are the forbidden fruit in his personal Garden of Eden. Deep down, he knows the negativity they bring, but can't help but desire them. That sentiment is alluded to in the next lines, Roses are red, violets are blue, but me and you both push up daisies if I want you. Whereas roses are red, violets are blue, is representative of youthful love, the phrase push up daisies is slang for death, as in the flowers that grow on top of your grave. Using such a juvenile poem accentuates the naive overtones of the first verse. It's as if to say in the presence of desire, one can lose all rational judgment and act purely on raw, childlike instinct. After an abbreviated hook, verse 2 continues where verse 1 left off. You said your name was Lucy, I said, where's Ricardo? You said, oh no, not the show. Then you spit a little rap to me like this when I turned 26. I was like, oh shit. You said to me, I remember what you said too. You said, my name is Lucy Kendrick. The verse opens with again showing Kendrick's innocence. When Lucy introduces herself, Kendrick responds with, where's Ricardo? It's a reference to I Love Lucy, a 1950s sitcom that's commonly syndicated as daytime television. At first, Kendrick has no idea he's dealing with the devil. We get more backstory on Lucy's introduction with the next lines, then you spit a little rap to me like this, when I turned 26. Kendrick was 26 years old when Good Kid Mad City came out, the album that propelled him into world stardom. It's also the time that Temptation and Vice was, in his own words, at his feet times 10. Hence, Lucy's introduction at age 26. Next, the perspective switches to Lucy, who recounts meeting Kendrick for the first time. I remember what you said too. You said, my name is Lucy Kendrick. You introduced me Kendrick. Usually I don't do this, but I see you and me Kendrick. Lucy give you no worries. Lucy got million stories about these rappers that I came after when they was boring. Lucy go fill your pockets. Lucy go move your mama out of Compton inside the gigantic mansion like I promised. Lucy just wants your trust and the verse begins, my name is Lucy Kendrick, you introduced me Kendrick. Usually I don't do this, but I see you and me Kendrick. Lucy at first plays coy. She feeds Kendrick the line, usually I don't do this. A stereotypical phrase usually attributed to women feigning modesty before going all the way on the first date. Lucy then begins her seductive pitch. She says, Lucy give you no worries. Lucy got a million stories about these rappers that I came after when they were boring. Lucy has the ability to upgrade a boring rapper, one perhaps broke and from the hood, to something more thrilling, with riches, women, and adornment. Lucy continues this line of thought, saying, Lucy gonna fill your pockets. Lucy gonna move your mama out of Compton, inside a gigantic mansion like I promised. Again enticing Kendrick with riches, Lucy leverages Kendrick's love for family and promises to save his mother from Compton. As the verse continues, Lucy's innocence fades, and her true intentions begin to show. The second half of the verse begins, Lucy just want your trust and loyalty. She wants Kendrick to submit to a life of materialism and vice, as it's a life she can easily control. Lucy's relentlessness is revealed in the next lines, avoiding me, it's not so easy, I'm at these functions accordingly. Kendrick, Lucy don't slack a minute. Lucy work harder, Lucy gon' call you even when Lucy know you love your father. Here, Kendrick displays the unyieldingness of temptation. Sin does not vanish after a single rejection, 
Its presence is forever there. It will continue to seek Kendrick out at his highest points, and especially at his lowest. The line, Lucy gon' call you even when Lucy know you love your father, ties into the next line, I loosely heard prayers on your first album, Truly. Lucy don't mind because at the end of the day you'll pursue me. Lucy knows Kendrick's story, specifically the story told on Good Kid Mad City referenced earlier. As you'll remember, Good Kid displayed Kendrick's journey from impressionable boy, influenced by his environment, to a man who is set on a positive path through music. That metamorphosis was crystallized on the album through a recitation of the sinner's prayer, led by an old woman in the parking lot of a Food for Less near Kendrick's house. Lord God, I come to you a sinner, and I humbly repent for my sins. I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe you raised him from the dead. I ask that Jesus come to my life and be my Lord and Savior. I receive Jesus to take control of my life, and that I may live for him as this day forth. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me with your precious these are the loose prayers Lucy is referring to on For Sale. When she says, Lucy know you love your father, she's talking about God. She knows Kendrick's relationship with God, but she pursues Kendrick anyway, knowing even the most holy of men can be lured and swayed by temptation. As the verse concludes, Lucy's true intentions are revealed. As we listen, notice how Kendrick's adolescent intonation changes to his natural voice on the last line. Lucy don't mind, cause at the end of the day you'll pursue me. Lucy go get it, Lucy not damn it, Lucy up front. Lucy got paperwork on top of paperwork, I want you to know that Lucy got you all your life, I watched you. And now you all grown up to sign this contract if that's possible. Get you, get you, get you, get you. I'ma go hit the Lucy says, I got paperwork on top of paperwork. I want you to know that all your life I've watched you and now you're all grown up to sign this contract if that's possible. It's clear now that Lucy's lures and enticements come at some cost, Kendrick's soul. Lucy wants Kendrick to sell a soul to the devil in exchange for a life of wealth, weed, alcohol, fame, and luxury. As Lucy has been watching Kendrick all her life, she knows these things were glorified in his Compton upbringing, and will always appeal to his primal instincts. In this way, Kendrick joins the pantheon of folktales that revolve around the idea of selling one's soul to the devil. The basis of many of these tales is the German folklore story of Faust. As the story goes, Faust is a highly successful scholar who becomes dissatisfied and depressed. After attempting suicide, Faust calls on the devil, who appears in the form of Mephistopheles, to advance his knowledge and give him magical powers with which he can indulge in infinite pleasures. The terms of the agreement are 24 years of power, at which point the devil will claim Faust's soul, and Faust will be eternally damned in hell. In the tale, Faust uses his newfound powers to seduce a beautiful and innocent woman named Gretchen, whose life is ultimately destroyed by the engagement. I couldn't help but think of the line, Misusing Your Influence, from the narrative poem of To Pimp a Butterfly, and the story Kendrick tells on these walls how he misused his newfound fame to have sex with the baby mama of Kendrick's imprisoned Compton enemy. In For Sale, Kendrick parallels the music industry to selling your soul to the devil. Earlier in the verse, Kendrick speaks of the boring rapper she pursued. Near the end of the verse, she says, I've got paperwork on top of paperwork, and asks Kendrick to sign a contract in the verse's closing line. We can now circle back to For Sale's counterpart, track two of To Pimp a Butterfly for free. If you'll remember, For Free featured Kendrick provocatively pronouncing his self-worth, 
and demanding compensation for his talent from Uncle Sam and his figurative prostitute. This dick ain't free. You looking at me like it ain't a receipt, like I never made ends meet, eating your leftovers and raw meat. This dick ain't free. Living in captivity, raised my cap salary, celery, telling me green is all I need. Evidently, all I seen was spam and raw sardines. This dick ain't free. I mean, baby, you really think we could make a baby name? Or when viewed together, for sale and for free, give two contrasting looks at the American dream. And for free, Kendrick was outside looking in. While he talked tough, he was still falling for Uncle Sam's trap of exploitation through materialism. And for sale, Kendrick experiences temptation internally in his dreams, and we're privy to Kendrick's subconscious influences. It's also interesting to note the parallels between the initial appearances of both Uncle Sam and Lucy. Things get a little intricate here, so stay with me. Uncle Sam first appear on Wesley's series, the album's opening track. Wesley's series is divided into two verses. On verse 1, Kendrick raps from an adolescent mind state, accounting all the things he'd do if signed to a record deal. In verse 2, he meets Uncle Sam, who tantalizes Kendrick with a slew of material goods. Lucy first appears on All Right, which is also divided between two verses. On verse 1, Kendrick speaks on vices similar to those mentioned in verse 1 of Wesley's series. On verse 2, he meets Lucy, who momentarily induces Kendrick in reckless materialism. Both Uncle Sam and Lucy introduce themselves when Kendrick appears to be at a crossroads. On Wesley's series, Kendrick is young and naive, talented and uneducated, a perfect target for Uncle Sam and his exploitative motives. On All Right, Kendrick is recovering from a fit of manic depression that left him extremely vulnerable, a perfect time for Lucy to slip into his life and entice him with escapism through wealth and vice. Wesley's series is followed by For Free, while All Right is followed by For Sale. Both tracks expand upon the character introduced in the previous song. And For Free, it's the external reaction to Uncle Sam. And For Sale, it's the internal reaction to Lucy. Both Uncle Sam and Lucy are representative of the same ideas, of temptation, sin, exploitation, materialism, and the promise of the American dream. And the parallels between the songs don't end here. We'll soon see how many of the songs on To Pimp a Butterfly have a contrasting counterpart. It's a continuation of the album's central theme of contrasting duality we've discussed heavily through our examination thus far. Whereas we saw this theme on a small scale within songs, it will now start to appear on larger scale between entire songs. Very cool. Conclusions Like For Free, Four Sales build as an interlude. It is tightly packed with thematic material. Let's revisit the excerpt of the narrative poem that introduced For Sale. I didn't want to self-destruct. The evils of Lucy was all around me. So I went running for answers. After escaping self-destruction on the song You through positive affirmations of All Right, Kendrick meets the album's new antagonist, Lucy. We are privy to his subconscious, and indeed the evils of Lucy are all around him. Like Kendrick stated earlier in the episode, he knows the dangers of Lucy, yet is continually tempted by her. Like Uncle Sam, Lucy enters Kendrick's life when he's vulnerable and at a crossroads. She entices him by pretending to be his homie, a ride or die, ready to provide escape from his fears and insecurities through the mindless pleasures of the world. Of course, we now know this comes with a price, Kendrick's soul, and internal damnation in hell. In a more practical, less metaphoric sense, 
The price is idleness, negative influence, and a downward spiral into depression and financial and spiritual bankruptcy. Let's not forget, too, that on the album's previous song, All Right, Kendrick spoke several times of reaching heaven and righting his wrongs with God. It would seem now Kendrick sits at a crossroads, with an angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. For Sale concludes with a musical material melting into a kind of elongated drone, and the narrative poem returns, revealing one additional line. Sometimes I did the same, abusing my power full of resentment, resentment that turned into a deep depression. Found myself screaming in the hotel room. I didn't want to self-destruct. The evils of Lucy was all around me. So I went running for answers until I came home. Like many of us do, it seems Kendrick has ran home in search of clarity. We'll follow him home on the album's next track, Mama, which we'll thoroughly examine next time on Dissect. Dissect is written and produced by me. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, consider reviewing Dissect on iTunes. There's no team behind this podcast. It's just me, and reviews help a lot. Follow at Dissect Podcast on the usual suspects Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and view exclusive episode notes at cityscoutmag.com. Theme music by Bureaucratic. For more, visit bureaucratic.bandcamp.com.